You're now listening to the Dynasty 411. What is up, guys? It is your host, Robert Iams. What a week. Week 9 is in the books. Seen a lot of different games going on. Uh, honestly, I thought the Bucks were going to be able to do a lot better than what they did. But, wow, Tom Brady, uh, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown. Thought those guys would help out. But, wow, the Saints got... I don't know, maybe a good defense. They got Tom Brady's number. I don't know what it is, but holy cow. Um, my Colts, wow, you guys. Come on, man. Phillip Rivers looks like trash. I'm ready for him to get out. Ready to see what Jacoby Brissett can possibly even do now or you know, even Jacob Easton. But the Colts' defense is solid, and we could have had that game. But, yeah, Rivers is just... He's not doing very too good. Um, but, hey, it's week nine. Waiver wire for week ten. Um, not not too many crazy players out there that I really saw that it's like, oh, hey, we got to go get these guys. They're going to do great. But there are some players out there that I honestly think, you know, could get into that spot. They're going to do great. Um, try to get some players here that aren't, you know, particularly very rostered on a lot of teams. Uh, just to give you guys some extra depth for your team as we are getting into, you know, a lot of your guys' trade deadlines might be up or it's this week um, after, you know, this uh, after Monday's game. So if you guys still got time to make trades, I would go make some trades. One guy I'm really, really trying to bang the drum on here is TJ Hawkinson. If you guys don't have any of, you know, if you don't have uh, Travis Kelsey or you don't have Darren Waller, or even maybe Mark Andrews, I would, you know, TJ Hawkinson. But TJ Hawkinson is, you know, better than Mark Andrews, in my opinion, uh, just because he's getting so many targets and he's getting used. Mark Andrews hardly gets used. I mean, even the Ravens don't even pass the ball very much. So I, I was on Mark Andrews. I was excited, especially because of last season. I'm like, okay, hey, look, they got rid of Hayden Hurst. It's time to go. Nope. That's that's definitely not the case. So I jumped ship uh probably about two weeks ago, trade away Mark Andrews and was able to pull in uh, TJ Hawkinson. Um only had one share of Mark Andrews, but if you guys get if you can, I would, you know, try and move off of Mark Andrews. He's not gonna win you a championship this year. Um he has yet to, you know, if you guys have been making it by with using him uh, which I highly doubt you probably have been starting him, but if you have him, it was almost kind of hard not to start him. I mean, that was my case. I was always putting him in every week, and I'm like, God, he's killing me. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. Can't have this. So I was having to move off from him, and I got you know T.J. Hawkinson. So that's somebody I would definitely go uh, go acquire. And don't don't forget about these some of these other guys like uh, Raheem Mostert. He's possibly coming back this week. There hasn't been any news. So if you guys hear this and there's yet to be any news about Raheem Mostert, like I said, you know, you want points, you want consistency. If you're struggling at running back, um, yeah, Mostert's been hurt, but he's one guy that I was I was saying it. I was saying it in the summer. Uh, even with uh, with Jay uh, Fozzie here, you know, I told him, hey, look, Raheem Mostert's going to be a top 10 running back, barring an injury. And, yeah, he's been injured, but pfft, Come on, every time he's on the field, the dude is so productive. I mean, he's getting like seven, eight yards per carry. That might be a little exaggeration, but he's being very productive on the ground. Um, 
I don't see. I feel like he honestly would be up there if he was in, possibly up there at the top, you know, with like what Dalvin Cook's doing. Maybe not crazy 50, 55 points, 45 points, but Raheem Mostert, he was getting you like, you know, 30, 28 points. I mean, he was doing solid, um, depending on your scoring format, of course. But Raheem Mostert, he might be somebody that would be a great trade target. Um, like I said, there's you know there's hopes of him coming back this week but even if he doesn't come back this week and you 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 know you need some depth for running back and you're in contention you're ready to make the playoffs he could be somebody who could be back in time for the playoffs and you know he could help you win the championship i really believe that he will be a very helpful option like i said tj hawkinson points and consistency tj hawkinson's consistent he's going to get you those points i mean yeah um, it's 10 or more points, but Hey, you know what? That's, that's better than getting like a dud, like Mark Andrews. He'll give you like three points sometimes, you know, or some of these other guys who are touchdown dependent. Um, there are some other tight ends that are still valuable. Um, Eric Ebron, he's been staying consistent with you guys. Uh, who else here? Jimmy Graham. Uh, yeah, those would be kind of the, the bigger like guys that might be out in free agency that you could go get. Um, but let's go ahead and dive in. Um, Jacoby Myers with the Patriots. I highly, if he's still out there on your uh, waiver, you need to go pick him up. I talked about him two weeks ago. I said, go get this guy, and he's just getting more productive. I mean, this last week, last night, um, he had 14 targets, caught 12 of them for 169 yards. And I really feel like he's gotten Cam Newton's trust. We all know Cam Newton likes to lock on one guy. I don't think the Patriots are going to move off Myers. Edelman's old. They need to move on <laughs> with their youth. So Jacoby Myers, if he's still out there, I would definitely go pick him up. Um, I think he's just going to continue on with what he's got going here. Uh, another person. Now, this guy, Kalen Balaj. I know it's crazy. Everybody who gets rid of gets off the Adam Gase train gets a lot better. Um, but Kalen Balaj. He went back down to the practice squad after this week, but that does not mean he won't be able to come back up. You know, I mentioned Tremaine Pope, but he got hurt um, in the middle of the week, so he was inactive. Um, but Kalen Blage, I mean, he actually performed pretty pretty damn well. Uh, he had 15 carries for only 69 yards, but he did get a touchdown, and he did have two receiving catches, um, which got him 20 points. But like I said, he went down to the practice squad. This would be something you want to monitor. And I'll have more information for you guys on our um, Start or Not um, episode on Thursday. So Kalen Blage, he went down to the practice squad. But if you can go get him, I would get him. And he might be somebody that you're going to just need on your depth piece. But I think he kind of showed that he could do something. So definitely we'll be monitoring this. Um, I wouldn't say I would say Bla I wouldn't say Blage would be my number one choice, um, unless you are needing a running back and or you know you just want a depth piece for an uh, you know an opportunity. That's what Kalen Blage be, would be. I wouldn't. He's not somebody you just get off waivers and you plug in this week and you're going to use him. The person that you could do that with is Jacoby Myers. Um, been talking about Miami Dolphins defense. They did it. You know, they scored only nine points this week. But, look, they got a sack, a forced fumble, fumble recovery, and a touchdown. That's two weeks in a row where they've gotten a forced fumbled, fumble recovery, 
and a touchdown. I mean, these you know, the Dolphins have really been productive. Here's here's their numbers. Obviously, scoring on your uh, scoring format, but here's their numbers from Week Five: twenty six, eighteen. Then they had a bye. Week Seven, then twenty seven, and then this last week, Week Nine, they only scored nine points. But the Dolphins are they're they're being a productive defense. Um, and if you need a defense, <clears throat> I would trust. Uh, wow, <laughs> you heard it live. I would trust the Dolphins. I think they're going to be okay um, for you guys. They don't have too terrible of a uh, finish. Week 14 would not be a good week for them, Kansas City. But, hey, look, we saw the Dolphins, you know, shut down San Francisco uh, a few weeks back. Um, and then they have New England week 15 and the Raiders week 16. So not, not too terrible. But, hey, look, the Dolphins are doing good. They're not doing bad at all. Um, another guy I want to bring up here is Ryan Nall with the Bears. He only had four targets, caught four of them, did get the touchdown. David Montgomery, he had gotten the banged up and was, uh, I think he was out. Not sure if he left the game completely or if he was out for just a little bit. But Ryan Nall, um, he might be somebody that you guys could plug in and play. I mean, he's getting, getting some targets here, um, I think they're trying to get the passing game kind of going in the running back position. David Montgomery, you know, isn't doing, you know, a whole lot with that. Another guy, hey, Jake Luton. I talked about him a couple weeks ago. Jake Luton, quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, had 38 passing attempts, completed 26 of them for 304 yards and a touchdown. He did get an interception, um, but he also did have one rushing attempt, but he did get a touchdown on that guy too. So he got you 28 points. Um, they got Green Bay next week, then Pittsburgh, then Cleveland. Uh, so these next three weeks might be a little bit rocky. Um, but if you're looking for a quarterback, you're looking possibly to the future. Um, Jake Luton, I mean, he filled in pretty nicely with Gardner Minshew out. And he did connect up with DJ Chark, um, which... Finally, some life for DJ Chark. I actually, you know, moved off uh, a couple shares of DJ Chark to kind of upgrade and do what I could to kind of help out my team. Um, but I do have them in our listener league, and I'm pretty excited. I'm hoping that this is going to be for real with Jake Luton. Um, and I mean, he's a tall guy, so it, tall people kind of connect. So and DJ Chark, he's a tall guy. Uh, Chris Conley, another tall guy here for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, he had eight targets, caught seven of them for 52 yards, which that's pretty, that's a lot of targets right there. Uh, I would definitely look into Chris Conley. This might be a thing with the tall people here. Jake Luton, DJ Chark, Chris Conley, little Visca Chenault didn't really see a whole lot of action. Um, I would say, uh, yeah, Chris Conley might be a good speculative ad. See what he can do here um, with Jake Luton. Another running back here I want to talk about is Salvan Ahmed, running back for the Dolphins. He was picked up by uh, the 49ers, and I thought he was going to make the you know the roster, but he didn't. That would have been Jamichael Hasty that got the roster spot over Ahmed. Um, but, hey, Ahmed was not – he was really good at Washington. I mean, he was averaging five yards or more per carry. Um, if you guys are following me on Twitter, I threw some stats out there. I don't have them in front of me at the moment. But uh, Jordan Howard, he's not getting it done. And Patrick Laird, he wasn't getting it done. If Matt Breda isn't going to be in there, 
Miles Gaskin, we already know, is going to be out for a little while. So Ahmed could get the nod here yet again and get a little bit more action as the Dolphins were able to see, hey, he can be pretty productive. And they do got the Chargers this coming up week, so that's not too bad of a matchup um, for the running backs for the Dolphins there. So definitely could be a good speculative ad there. Wayne Gallman, hey, he's getting more productive every week. This week he's got Philadelphia. We've seen him play Philadelphia week seven. He had 10 attempts, only had 34 yards and a touchdown, but he did have five targets, caught five of them. Scored 19 points, depending on your scoring format. Hey, he's doing he's doing good. If he's still out there on the waiver wire, I'd pick him up. I mean, he's somebody, he seems like we can just kind of plug in and play and use. And we saw him play against Philadelphia a couple weeks ago, and he was able to do it. So this would be a week that I would say you, you could use him if you really needed to. Uh, K.J. Hamler. He had 10 targets, caught six of them for 75 yards. Uh, hey, he's getting more snaps. Got a lot more targets this week against Atlanta. Next week, he's got Las Vegas. So a little bit more tougher matchup, of course. Um, but KJ Hamler, uh, looks like they're trying to get him a little bit more involved in the passing game. Let's uh, let's see if this would continue. This would be a test week for KJ Hamler. Uh, another one, he's going to be going on a bye this week. And I know that's crazy. It's Las Ve- It's uh. It's the Jets. It's a Jets player. Rashad Pierman. He's got the bye uh, here week ten. So he. You don't need to go. Don't make a waiver claim for him this week. Um, but next week, unless you want to beat it and get him. Uh, but Rashad Pierman. He had seven targets. Caught five of them for 101 yards and two touchdowns. Hey, do you guys remember his old quarterback? He played with this guy before. Joe Flacco, yeah. Brashad Pierman, he actually used to be with the Ravens. If you guys didn't know that, uh, he went from the Ravens, then he went to the Bucks, and then, you know, went to the Jets here. So, I mean, this was kind of a reconnect with his, you know, a quarterback he knows. So, hey, if uh, Sam Darnold's going to be out, I definitely look into Rashad Pierman for Week 11 against the Chargers. Might be a good connect there with Joe Flacco and Rashad Pierman. Um, another guy here I want to talk about, Richie James with the San Francisco 49ers. Psh, man, this dude was crazy. He had 13 targets, caught nine of them for 184 yards and a touchdown against Green Bay. This week they got the Saints. 49ers got the Saints. Um, they're supposed to be getting some of their uh, top guys back. I think Raheem, Raheem Mostert is going to be coming back, possibly. Um, and also Debo Samuel, they both have the opportunity to come back this week. I'm not saying there's no reports that they are confirmed going to be coming back. Um, but Richie James, great uh, speculative. Ad. A lot of people were thinking uh, Trent Taylor. Um, but also, let's not forget, Kendrick, Kendrick Bourne was going to possibly be the main target. But he was out um, and they had to figure something out. They went with Richie James. Now, I would not. You know, say, hey, I'll pick him up. He's going to get another 13 targets and get me another 100 and something yards and touchdown. I would not say that's going to happen, but it is an opportunity there and readily available. If uh, Kendrick or Kendrick Bourne, yeah, he, he's got COVID still, so he's going to be out again. Um, but if, you know, Debo Samuel's out and Ayuk is going to be out, this could be um, a good chance again for Richie James to uh, make an explosion on week 10. All right, guys, that is it for waiver ads. If you guys aren't following me on Twitter, make sure you do so. The Dynasty 411. 
Uh, and also follow Jarrett at uh, Goat Rush One. We don't we don't ah we don't spell it out. We say it. That's how we say it. <laughs> so Goat Rush One Number One. If you guys aren't joining our Facebook group, make sure you do so. Dynasty Four One One. I appreciate you guys for listening. I hope you guys are doing just fine. I know this world is crazy, but hey, we got fantasy football. And that's that's pretty good. All right, guys, that's gonna be it for this episode. Make sure you guys tune in for our start or not dynasty talk, dynasty trades. This is, this might be the last week for trades for you guys, so we'll get some information out there on our next podcast. That'll probably that'll be out on Thursday. So make sure you guys are following us. Later, guys. <laughs>